office to you all for this very early and penultimate drama time because it is PreachCon week. And as you can see, wandering out my office, come on. Hello, come on in. The reason we are starting early is because of this fella. So to our usual live audience at 5 p.m. or 4 p.m. I should say, we are starting early today. I'm really sorry, but we have things to do. And Ben's got wood stuck in his fur. Sorted, pal. Our guests have begun to arrive. The Lady Zodlin is here in the office. Hi, Zo. <laughs> I love it, Chris. And over the next few days, from around the world, people are going to be arriving here. It is, of course, PreachCon 2022 week. It has arrived. It is here. What is this impromptu drama? We have a dog in the place. I need to take him home before I go and do other stuff. And I have to walk home because my car's been in repair forever and ever and ever. Amen. Uh, so it's a bit of a pain in the backside. But either way, we're here and we're having fun. And you're, you have been requested, ladies and gentlemen, of a live audience, due to your level-headedness, due to your fantastical, straightforward, no-nonsense, emotional stoicism, able to call a spade a spade, a fact a fact. We call upon you once again. Because our man needs to know. And... Is he thinking with his head? Or the other head? <laughs> our gavels are raised. Our gavels are raised in order to make that decision. And it is up to us to make that decision. 100% is dick. It's hard not to think with it. It's very talkative. <laughs> Very, very toxic. It has very strong opinions. I need a guild slash free company name, ladies and gentlemen. I need a guild slash free company name uh, in order to uh, proceed with this. If our wonderful live audience can give us that, that would be great. Other head guilty. The Chaos Runners, the Bell Ends, <laughs> Come on a Chest, the Classics, uh, Tossing Salad, Vag, the End Singers, mm, Darkstorm, that's a classic. Uh, Jeeth's Cat Girls, I like that. Jeez, cat girls. We'll go with that. And indeed, yes, sad news. Today we did, well, sad and good news. We completed every single one of Final Fantasy XIV's extremes. Midnight level, no echo. A year-long journey concluded today. It was a bittersweet victory as Ensinger's Aria was defeated. But yeah. Just leads to new adventures. Savages are now on the menu. Yes, savages are now on the menu. And I will decide how I'm going to do that. But if we did, it's going to be good. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let us begin. Justice Preach, dignified members of the Drama Time jury, please hear my case. I'm a middle-aged WoW player, is there any other kind, <laughs> from Stockbridge, Georgia, a nice little town just outside of Atlanta. All right, I need a checkers. Is this like every small town I've ever seen in the movies? In America. Guilty already. Okay. <laughs> Let's get some images of Stockridge, Georgia. Let's have a look-see. Oh, I put Stockbridge. That might not be the same place. Oh, it is Stockbridge. Okay. Stockbridge, Georgia. Oh, it's exact. This is where Pennywise lives. I know this place. This is where Pennywise lives. Look at this place. 
You guys are 100% being terrorized by clowns. There is absolutely no way you are not being terrorized by clowns. There's, this is horrific. Yeah, this is Pennywise country, 100%. Mm -hmm. It looks beautiful, actually. <laughs> it looks absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Should say it looks absolutely beautiful. I hope it is, but it looks lovely. For anybody listening on our audio podcast, it looks exactly like you would expect from a, a movie. But it looks great. It looks really, really nice. I'm a member of a very, very ancient guild. Very old indeed, called Jeeth's Catgirls. We used to be cutting edge. Jeeth's Catgirl was one of the first 50 guilds in the world to defeat Malagos, and one of the first 20 to get the immortal achievement. But Mike and Jory, that was a long time ago. These days, Jeeth's Catgirls barely scrapes a raid together. Our vast roster of skilled individuals has dwindled to 12 people. Most of them are trash. If we can get Curve as a guild before the patch ends, we're satisfied. But that is the limit of our scope. There are only three people in our guild that recall the old days. And one of them is the new guild girl. She plays a resto druid called Chiryu and speaks in a silky New England accent. I don't know the New England accent. Honestly, Chiryu is not very good at the game. But she made up for it. She made up for it with her enthusiasm for the game. Bulletproof attendance. You could count on Chiryu. And this remains true today as it did all those years ago. I've always liked Chiryu. In fact, back in the day, I more than liked Chiryu. She and I had a flirty thing going on in the pink, which I promise was very mutual. I was not a creeper. <laughs> in those lovely messages in the pink, we would always say things like, we'll meet up in real life. We're going to do it. Next time we get some money together, we're going to do it. But... It never happened. It never happened. But those conversations, like many other things here, was a long, long time ago. These days, I live with my girlfriend, Knuckles, who is a trained dental nurse. We've been together for five years, and we are both very, very happy in our relationship. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Imagine being around a girl and just not having sex. Crazy crazy she spoke to me in game guys i'm pretty sure we're pregnant oh at least uh oh this takes a really dark turn <clears throat> at least we were very happy until recently as i sit here and type this out to you everything is fucked I've thought of the way you think and stuff like an older brother for a couple of years now, in a parasocial kind of way. So I will take your judgment of what happens next as gospel. Oh, that's no pressure. Any advice you can provide on handling my current situation would also be greatly appreciated. All right, I need to get rid of the chat for this, don't I? You guys can't be trusted. You guys cannot be trusted to handle this. So, Mike, and audience and jury... Let's get into it. All right. A few weeks ago, 
my dad, who lives in Atlanta, asked if I would like to go with him to New York City for a weekend. He wanted to see the 9-11 memorial and see the Yankees play the club, the Cubs. That's baseball. I know that. I said, sure. I have never been, I haven't been to New York since I was a kid. Also, my dad is over 70 now, so traveling alone is difficult for him. He was paying for it. Baseball tickets, hotel, free trip to Manhattan, to the Big Crapple. I spoke to Knuckles, of course. And she was very excited for me to go. You should go, you should go. And so it was decided that I would take the trip. I announced to Jeeth's Cat Girls during a raid that I was going to be away for one of our raids the following week. Of course, everybody, upon hearing about me traveling with my father, watching a baseball game, visiting Manhattan, but having to miss a raid day, replied with, fuck's sake. You see, I'm a tank. And if I can't raid, they do not raid. And they didn't like that. Ah, yes. Madge. Madge. I'll have you know, Roger Brown, who was scheduled to be at PreachCon, can't come because he has to tank Season 4's new raids. That right, Roger. Is that right? He was scheduled to be there. Yeah, I got it. I miss Roger. <laughs> I miss Roger. Roger's the new tank because Robin's on a break. Sag. Sag. To soften the blow, I told them I was go- where I was going and why. And the next thing I know, I had a whisper in the pink come from Cheerio. Like, oh my god, you're coming to New York? Yeah, I said. It had been so long since those flirty conversations that it hadn't really occurred to me that she was in Manhattan and I would maybe get to see her. We can finally meet up. Oh my god. He said. Okay, I don't know what you say next, but right now should have been the red alert. <laughs> this is the moment when you go, oh no. Um, I'm going to be busy. I'm going to be with my dad the whole time. Right? Who's with me, fellas? This is the first time you go, can't do that. <laughs> can't do that. We've had a flirty past. Can't do that. That's a no. That's a nopers right there. <clears throat> nope. Flirty past. No, thanks. I'll be honest, Mike. Something within me stirred. There was a vault inside my head that had been sealed away for many years, and it just suddenly opened. I hadn't really thought of Chiryu as, like, a potential girlfriend in a long, long time. But that voice... That voice could still give me shivers. And the prospect of a girl actually wanting to meet up with me and be excited about it made me feel like a horny teenager again. That's your dick talking. That's what that is. Because your brain's going, stop. Stop right now. Red a fucking alert. Stop. No. Without even seeming to process the information in my head, 
I went, definitely. We can have coffee on Saturday. To which she replied. To which she replied. Sad face. You always said you would take me to dinner. It's true. It's true. Ten years ago, we had made numerous dinner plans that never happened. But that vault, that vault in my brain that was full of all these what ifs. And I'm sure every guy can relate to the vault of what ifs. In my mind, I had been on that date a billion times. I had pictured every moment, every single line of dialogue, every counter to her reply. I had, oh, the things I had done in my mind on that date many years ago. I knew I was going to wear a jacket. She'd wear a dress and have her hair up. I'd be funny and cool. She'd be flirty and feminine. And we'd bought back to her apartment across the park afterwards. All that stuff in that vault of what-ifs came flooding back. And something replied. Was it me or was it my cock? You're right, I said. Let's go to dinner. Is Saturday okay? Of course, she said. Where do you want to go? And as in a story that is full of mistakes, I sent a reply like I was once again a teenage boy. And I said, Anywhere you like, smiley face. Woo! I'll book for us. Text me Saturday, okay? Looking forward to it, I said. Now, let me ask you a question up before we go any further. Did you mention this to your wife, Knuckles, or girlfriend, or whoever it is? Did you say something along the lines of, Hey, you know that girl I used to flirt with? She wants to meet me and go for dinner alone uh, when I'm in New York without you. Did you perhaps say that? Because you would have been saved at that point as she slapped you around the head and said you're not meeting her. You would have been pretty safe at that point. You would still look to, still have looked like a fucking dumbass, but at least you all you, you would have got away with a slap around the head and told, no, dickhead, of course not. <clears throat> now, <laughs> let's continue on with this train wreck. <laughs> it did take me a little while to realize what I'd done. It dawned on me that I was leaving my girlfriend at home, traveling to another city, and in that city, I was going on a date with an old flame. How was I going to explain this? Oh god, did you tell her? Sure, I could probably... Do you mind, Benjamin? Dog check. Killing. Sure. I could probably not tell Knuckles anything and get away with it. No. But then I would feel terrible. Correct. I decided 
that I would tell her. So? Oh, Jesus Christ. This is, like, unbearable. This is fucking... I'm gonna vomit. So that night, I told Knuckles the whole story. The only bit I left out, because I didn't feel it was appropriate, was the part about fantasizing about having sex with Chiryu for several years. Smart. Smart. I suggested during this conversation that I should blow off dinner. But Knuckles said no. She knew Chiryu. She had spoken to Chiryu on Discord a few times over the years. And generally understood that she was just a guildie. Who happens to be where you were traveling. Besides, you'll be with your dad. What could possibly happen if your dad's there? Dad's not. <clears throat> well, I will say this if you're looking for my advice. My wife, very different to Knuckles. <laughs> very different to Knuckles. <laughs> very different people. <laughs> very different people. <clears throat> my mind raced. I had forgotten about my dad. <laughs> In the heat of the vault of sexy thoughts pouring out of my brain, I had totally forgot about my dad. Of course my dad would be there. I was saved. I was totally saved. I was free. Right. Yes. My dad would be there. I'm going to dinner with a friend and my dad. We're saved. Knuckles gave me a kiss to seal her approval and thanked me for telling her about it. Oh, fuck you, Bex, for this story. This is awful. She even lent me her credit card in case I ran out of money. God. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I texted Chiryu the same night. Uh, hey, when you book dinner, please book for three. My dad's with us. I wonder how this conversation's gonna go. After a few minutes, I received a reply. Your dad? Really? Question mark. Unhappy face. Yeah! I said with my newfound confidence that I was completely in the clear. Okay. She replied. And then she sent something that confused me a little bit. It was a shrug emoji and a kissy face. Shouldn't confuse you. Cancel dinner. Just be with your dad. Alright? Lad's weekend. Yeah? Lad's weekend. The only thing that should be going in your mouth is a hot dog. Alright? And steak. Like a man. That's it. Hot dogs, steaks, beers. Yeah? Wings? Okay. The next Friday, Dad and I caught the Amtrak. That's a train for us uh, normal people. To New York. We checked into a budget hotel in Brooklyn and took the subway to the 9-11 Memorial. New York, 
What a fucking place. It was bigger and crazier than I remember. It is also filthy as fuck. <laughs> but really exciting while also smelling like death. It stank of a combination of ball sweat and weed 24-7 because there are people selling it from card tables on every corner. My favorite street vendor was a guy standing right near Trump Tower calling out his two products, AirPods and Mace. Good combo. We did the 9-11 memorial and it was incredible. Every American should go. We had dinner that night at the prestigious Brooklyn Chick-fil-A. That's what I'm talking about, right? That's a lad's weekend. Nothing fancy, no jackets, no ties, no suits. Chick-fil-A, do as nicely. Sorted. On Saturday, we were going to the baseball. I texted Chiryu from the train to Yankee Stadium. We're here. Are we still on for tonight? Where should we meet you? She replied. Immediately. Hey. Kissy face emoji. We're going to my favorite local place. Meet me outside of MoMA at 6. All right, let's check this place. Is it a casual place? Or is it a date place? MoMA. Uh, oh, that's a museum. Okay, MoMA's a museum, so that's not where they're going for dinner. Yeah, MoMA's a museum. That's the Museum of Modern Art. That's what MoMA is. Okay, so that's not where they're going for dinner. I would have liked the restaurant. I need to make a judgment. <clears throat> oh, it actually says it in the next line. Uh, KK, I replied before Googling MoMA. It stands for the Museum of Modern Art, and it's in Midtown. The baseball was fun, and my dad loved it. I smi- Yeah, is this where your 70-year-old dad gets really tired? I wonder if that's going to happen. I smiled and ate hot dogs, but deep down, I was doing somersaults. Tonight, this very night, I was going to meet Chiryu. The girl of my dreams for so long, and it was finally happening. You better not fuck this girl. And then pay for the hotel with your wife's credit card, because, dude, <laughs> I can't get you out of that. <laughs> I can't get you out of that. <clears throat> of course, what bothered me about the text message was the kissy face emoji. I stared at it. What the fuck does it mean? I really wonder, when a girl sends you a kissy face emoji, what does that mean? <clears throat> Tricky stuff. <sighs> Stockbridge and Knuckles felt like a different life. It felt a long, long way away from where I was right now. And my brain kicked into gear. Which brain? I'm not sure, but I started running scenarios in my head. What if Chiryu and I really hit it off? What if she was incredible? What if I wanted to stick around and have a drink with her after dinner if my dad wanted to leave? That kissy face emoji set off so many thoughts. What if dad went back to the hotel in a taxi? What if it was genuinely possible that I could get sex with her? Could I do it? Whatever was controlling me at that moment wanted to do it. <laughs> at least you're honest. But could I do it? Or I wanted to do it. The nine innings raced past before I knew it, and we were headed to Midtown on the subway. We emerged on Fifth Avenue right near the museum. 
I was so busy looking for girls who might be Chiryu, I crashed right into a little old lady. Hey, I'm walking here, she shrieked. Do you see her, son? Asked Dad. Seeing nobody likely, I whipped out my phone and texted Chiryu. We're here. And right nearby, a woman checked her phone and started looking around. Then she waved at us and smiled. Oh, fuck no. Oh, no. I know what you're thinking, Mike, but it was not the old lady. It was worse. You've never shared a picture with the girl of your dreams, you fucking imbecile. <laughs> you didn't ever see a picture of her? You completely fantasized exactly who this woman was. Oh, sweet Jesus. <clears throat> Somehow in all the near years I had known Chiryu, I never knew that she was Samoan. She was a good foot and a half taller than me and at least two to three feet wider. She could have fucking crushed me between her knuckles. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <sighs> now we're really turned on. Challenge accepted. We're going to town, lads. We're going to town. Now, I know what you're thinking, but this was not a deal breaker. <laughs> I know. I am no Brad Pitt myself. The thing that actually turned me off was not her size, was not how tall she was, was not her weight. She was bald as a cucumber. And she had a tattoo spider web on her scalp. Between the Halloween themed head and the giant spilly out boobs from the frilly goth outfit, the whole picture just looked very bizarre. And I'll be honest, I think my dick packed its bags and moved back into my pubis. I have never in my life been so physically turned off by a person. Jesus Christ. Nope. <laughs> Seeing her was genuinely a shock. But I did not let it show up. Did you ghost her? Oh, no. But I did not let it show on my face. Don't ghost her. That's not fair. Just You can't not have dinner with a friend because you don't want to fuck her. That's crazy. I grinned broadly. Okay. I grinned broadly and greeted her like the old friend she is. So where does it all go wrong? Is it the guilt that you would potentially cheat on your girlfriend? Okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to read ahead. Something goes wrong here. Stretching my arms out wide and lifting my face up to kiss her on the cheek. She practically crushed me <laughs> in the hug. I introduced her to my dad and they shook hands. Unlike me, dad felt no reason to hide his normal reaction. He looked at her in astonishment and continued to do so for most of the evening. Well, we don't get that down in Georgia. <laughs> 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 we don't get that down in Georgia. <clears throat> After a bit of small talk, Chiryu checked her watch, which was weirdly attached to a carabiner like a rock climber's watch or something, and announced that it was time we went inside. Now, I was expecting a normal restaurant. Fancier than Chick-fil-A, for sure, but normal. 
maybe like a franchise place, like a little Italian or an Outback Steakhouse. But no. Chiryu had booked us a table for three at a restaurant called The Modern, which is inside the MoMA Museum. Okay, here we go. The Modern MoMA. Okay. I've got it back because I found it. All right, let's investigate this. We need some opinions. Uh, I'll try and audibly read this out. Okay. So, uh, it's got kind of a flashy... This is a very Manchester-looking bar, actually. Oh, it's the kind of place that grates truffle on food. Yeah, this is this is date country. <laughs> it's a truffle grater. Yeah, you fucked. You fucked. This is a date. This is a date. Yeah, 100%. <clears throat> Yeah, it's got the it's got the kind of shit going on with it that you try and impress someone with for a lot of money. Mm-hmm. There's more chefs than customers. It's very bright. It's it's got the pretentiousness where you get fooled into spending a lot of money. Okay. <clears throat> it was the single fanciest room I had ever been inside. Everything inside was made of metal, glass, linen, or art. There was a man playing a grand piano in the corner, and it fucking smelled awesome. I was still wearing my Yankees cap and baseball gear. My dad and I were the only two men in the place not wearing suits, including the staff. We did not get turned away. The waiters were friendly. But we definitely looked wrong. I felt like they were judging us all the way to the table. Nevertheless, time to be an alpha. (laughs) I attempted to take charge. I sat back in my seat. Gazed appraisingly around the place as if I belonged in such a prestigious establishment. As if this was day-to-day for a man like me with such a giant penis and thick, hairy chest. Chiryu started telling a story about World of Warcraft, and I I laughed along easily at the right moments. (laughs) That's a wonderful story, Chiryu. A very wonderful story. When a waiter arrived with the menu, I reached out for it confidently, boldly. I flicked through the pages as the waiter watched on. The menu contained no food, just endless bottles of wine. I kept skimming through the pages to find where the starters were. (laughs) Oh, bro. (laughs) Oh, come on. You must have heard of a wine menu. Sensing my confusion, the waiter decided to help me. Oh, no. Oh, God. He mentioned that the modern is a prefix restaurant, pointing out those words on the little card. Yes, yes, of course, I said. <clears throat> the waiter, looking visibly frustrated, said he would give us some time and moved away. <laughs> I'll come back. Fucking pause over there, guys. This fucking pause over there. <clears throat> As Chiryu continued to talk, I got out my phone and Googled 
I don't know what this means. I've been to a lot of very fancy restaurants. Prixie Fix. Prefee? What is it? Is it French? Let me Google it as well so we're on the same page. Prixie Fix. What is it? Any knowers? I've been to some extreme restaurants. A meal consisting of several courses served at a total fixed price. Oh, it's a banquet. Oh, okay. It's a banquet menu. Fair enough. Uh, cool. We just call them banquets. Fine. Okay. It turns out that means you just choose how many courses you want and they just bring the food. Fair enough. When Chiri was finished with her wonderful story, a different waiter approached. For some reason, they kept rotating waiters. It's because you're the main attraction of the day. And they all want to talk to you. That's what's happening here. All the waiters are like, no, 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 Tony, 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 go on, go on. You don't know what the fuck's going on. You haven't got a clue. <laughs> Tony, Tony, go on, go on. Greg, Greg, come here, come here. Go and serve that table over there. It's fucking funny, mate. <laughs> over the course of the night, we had around five different waiters. He asked, has Sir had a chance to select a wine for this evening? If we were having the nine-course menu, he recommended maybe try a light French Chablis to start followed by a strong Australian Shiraz from their cellar to complement the red meat. Have you got a Budweiser, right? Does they not do Fosters? Does they not do Fosters or what? My veneer cracked. My mouth naturally opened and I gaped at the waiter like a fish. Chiriyu came to my rescue. She ordered the nine-course menu. She refused the suggested wine pairing, opting instead for three cocktails to start followed by the Californian Pinoir. Oh, I see where this is going. You guys are absolutely correct. He's going to use his wife's credit card to pay for this meal because she's not paying. Oh, you are so fucked. You are giga-fucked. That's exactly where this is going. Oh, you are screwed. You are turbo screwed. This is why you can't let women have any money, right? Because that way they can get in a situation where you spent it and they'll know about it, right? This is why, fellas, we need to stay together, hold on to all the cash so we can make man decisions. Yeah? Fucking smart. Keep on top of it, guys. She refused the suggested wine and got the Californian Pinoir. Excellent choice, Denise, said the wait. Oh, he knows her by name. Bex, there's a name in here, and I read it by accident. I was in the safety zone, said the waiter, moving away. Is this okay to read? Because this name pops up multiple times. You changed it. Oh, God, thank God. I thought I'd just doxed somebody. I thought, I mean, it can't, be, it can't be that hard to find the giant Samoan Denise lady in Manhattan. Okay, we're safe. <clears throat> Denise? The Californian Pinoir? It dawned on me that Cheerio wasn't joking that this was her favorite local. She must come here all the time. That meant that despite her bizarre appearance, she's rich. She's in a different class to me and my dad. In Azeroth, we were colleagues and BFFs. But planet Earth seemed to be letting me know that she was almost unreachably superior. Fancy Town, New York was her world. I was from Bumpkin, Georgia. Huh. But this realization was strangely comforting. 
I stopped trying. I stopped trying to be Alpha Chad. I stopped trying to know what the fuck was up. Instead, I fell straight into Chiryu's ample, comforting shadow. The rest of the dinner passed easily. We talked about the good old days of World of Warcraft, had a great time explaining the ups and downs of the game and the guild to my dad, who didn't understand. He admitted he never thought that my Warcraft friends were real people. <laughs> Waiters scurried about bringing food and booze and generally keeping us happy. Honestly, I didn't really enjoy the food. It was fucking weird and small and full of bits. <laughs> That's my boy. That's my boy. <laughs> I love that line so much. It's weird and small and full of bits. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The waiters would present each course with a flourish and list off a dozen ingredients I had never heard of, like wolfberry, spirulina, and cordyceps. By the third course, my dad and I were giggling away with Chiryu about each one as soon as the waiters departed. The cocktails and wine certainly helped. I even sent some photos back home to Knuckles of what was going on. Don't <laughs> believe what I'm doing. Dessert was basically a chocolate cheesecake, and then it was time for the check. The head waiter brought it in a special leather sleeve. He placed it down in front of my dad, who tossed it unopened across the table to cheer you and me. Based. Based. Nope. <laughs> that is a dad move. Nope. <laughs> that is based as fuck. No thanks. <laughs> Obviously, the thought of the check had been on my mind earlier in the night. But over the course of the evening, I convinced myself that Chiryu was paying. After all, this was her city, her dinner, her choice, her local restaurant. She did the ordering. She was obviously wealthy. Of course she was paying. Nope. To try and look like a gentle sir, I said, shall we split it? Which was mostly a joke, I said to be polite. I was fully expecting Chiryu to say, no, 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 don't be silly. Chiryu laughed so hard, her ginormous boobs heaved up and down. Typical paladin, she said. All shiverous until the loot drops and then it's all me, me, me. I was confused. So we're not splitting it, I said. You said you were taking me for dinner, remember? Oh, okay. I said, trying to keep it light. I felt my very full stomach crashing to the floor. I reached for the leather sleeve and gave a look, a glancing look to my dad that I hadn't done since I was about six years old. He was looking at me with the biggest wide-eyed smile I'd ever seen him have. And he said nothing. <clears throat> I fucking hope and pray that I have this experience with one of my kids. I would be so happy. Oh, I'd be so happy. Oh, it'd be amazing. I would live in happiness for the rest of my life. Uh, as we give advice as we go through this, 
what you do right now is you say, I can't afford this. When I said I'd take you for dinner, I would have taken you somewhere I can afford. I cannot afford this. I'm just telling you now. You chose this place. I totally can't afford this. That's what you say. <laughs> Without question, you just go, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> absolutely fucking not. You chose this. No way I could afford this. I would have taken you to, I don't know, I can't think of an American chain restaurant. Outback Steakhouse or wherever it was. <clears throat> At that point, Chirio, Chirio picked up her water glass and just started talking about a different story. And moved on. I, I hope we get the bill number. I, I think $1,000 is potential here. The most I've ever paid for dinner was £450. And that was in America. At a steakhouse. But I was prepared for that bill. I knew it was coming. And that was dinner for me, Emma, Andy, Suzanne. And three kids. So that was dinner for seven. That was dinner for seven. <clears throat> She started a story about the time she lost a roll for her bis weapon in Throne of Thunder. I tried to calm myself. How much could this possibly be? I did notice that the menu contained no prices. I am not eating there. <laughs> I'm not eating there. Would it be $200, $300? I could scrape that. It would be hard to explain to my girlfriend, but it wouldn't hurt too bad. I lifted that leather encapsulate like it contained the day of my death. And there I saw the number. One, four, three, zero. My mouth went dry. I just about fainted right there in my chair. My brain couldn't process that number in association with one meal of the day. Maybe some of your audience have $1,400 dinners. All of us. We're not poor. But you need to understand. I work security at a warehouse. $1,430 is more than my two weeks pay. Before I could process the sheer insanity of what was unfolding in front of me, the waiter was next to me with a card reader. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, that's rude. Time to fuck off, by the way. Yeah, we're not finished. Time to get fucked. This is where you really... You can all part of the performance of being an alpha. This is where you actually be the guy. And you're like, get fucked. Move away. If I pay $1,400 for this fucking dinner, you can fuck off while I have a conversation. Fucking move. <laughs> In the peer pressure of the moment, with my hands physically shaking, I reached for my wallet. And I remembered I didn't have $1,430 to my name. My checking account contained a grand total of $650. So I handed the way to my girlfriend's credit card. Thank you, sir, said the waiter. Oh, no, it's America! We suggest a 20% gratuity. Is that acceptable? Oh, my God. No! <laughs> Absolutely not! No! 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 Sure? As I choked, my brain refused out of self-preservation to calculate the tip I just agreed to hand over. 
But thankfully, I didn't need to calculate it. The number was on the fucking screen. 1720. The rest of the evening is a bit fuzzy in my memory. When we emerged onto Fifth Avenue, Chiryu suggested we go for drinks. No, I said. <laughs> no. <laughs> the thought of spending a single cent more broke my fucking monkey brain. So we said goodbye. She kissed me on the cheek. On the subway back to the hotel. I said nothing. I sat in my chair, staring at my feet. My dad, though, with a big smile on his face, leaned into me. How much was the bill? Three fifty. I lied. And he just went, Expensive place. I remember struggling to sleep. On Sunday, we caught the Amtrak home. I spent the whole ride rehearsing the conversation with Knuckles in my mind. It went very, very badly. Knuckles was furious. She accused me of not only taking another girl out on a date behind her back, but of taking this other girl to the kind of place I would never take her and then making her pay for it. This is cursed. This is a cursed situation. She also pointed out quite rightly that 1720 was more than I would spend on our wedding if I ever actually got my shit together and proposed. Oh, God. Ow. <laughs> oh, God. Burns unit. Oh, shit. Here it comes. <laughs> oh, motherfucker. Oh, this is cold. It's three weeks later now as I write this and our relationship is hanging by a thread. She's not even angry anymore. She's just cold and that feels worse. That 1720 is still on the credit card. I'm trying to pay it off at $100 a week, but it's gaining interest. I estimate it's going to take me six months to pay for dinner. Almost worse still, my relationship with G's cat girls is now in the tide. Forgot about the game. <laughs> we've gone so far since then. I've got we've got away from the game. Apparently, after our dinner, dinner, Chiryu logged in and spent all of Sunday badmouthing me. She told them that I had led her on, pushed her to go on a date despite being in a relationship, and then ditched her in the street immediately after dinner without even making sure she got home safely she said that she had arranged a special dinner that i turned up to our special date dressed like a hobo that i had brought my father for some weird reason and that i'd embarrassed her in front of her restaurant friends by acting like an idiot who doesn't understand the menu and then trying to make her pay the bill everyone believed her hell i believe her I have noticed the GM working on his tank alt to replace me. Oh, shit. <laughs> Justice preach. I admit that I was ready to be unfaithful to Knuckles. That was bad. But seriously, did I deserve what I got here? Am I guilty? How can I get my life back? Okay. So, yes. 
<laughs> yes, you're absolutely guilty as fuck. <laughs> you're absolutely guilty as fuck. Of a number of things. One, you were going to be unfaithful to your girlfriend. Guilty. But the fact that you didn't call that shit out right there, you're also guilty of that. You should never have given that card over in a million years. Don't pay what you can't afford. <laughs> uh, that's the situation. How can you get your life back? I don't know. Without getting too deep on it. I mean, you were ready to cheat on your girlfriend. Are you sure that's a good thing? You know? Uh, I mean, you were very, you were full on prepared. I know it was a fantasy lady, but still, you're going on that road. Uh, if you've explained it to her, I don't know, man. Yeah, that's a rough situation to be in, to be honest with you. That's rough. The only thing you could possibly do is talk to your girlfriend, tell her how fucking stupid you've been, where you should have seen the problems occurring. You were feeling dumb, and it fucked you up. You're going to sort it out, and if you are dedicated to her, then fair enough. But I would double-check that you are dedicated to her before then, because you were very kind of willing to cheat on her over a text message. So start over for Realm Reborn. That's rough. Thank you in advance for your help. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of dumb moves in this. <laughs> There's a lot of dumb moves in this. <clears throat> and you had plenty of time to not be in this situation. I mean, if someone was taking me to a restaurant that looked like that. Right? Like, I'm taking Chris and Zoe for dinner tonight. But I know where we're going and I'm paying for it. Sorted. Right? That's my choice. But if I was to... St I would have stood outside that restaurant and gone, Are you paying for this? That would be question one. Who's paying? Before we even go in, who's paying for this? Because I can't afford this. That is, you know, before we'd even gone inside. You were safe up until that point. <sighs> Communication. Communication is everything. Oh, God, that was rough. Not why you're here right now. It is drama time. We are here to send off this week, although there will be a stream this weekend. With some joyous relaxation, fun times, and madness and strangeness that happens all across the internet thanks to the wonderful power of anonymity. And along with that, we do welcome your tales if you send them into drama at preachgaming.com. If something weird and wonderful happens to you in the anonymous world of the online superhighway, we are more than happy to share those with our beloved community. And today is a special one. Today is a special one. Recently, we had a story come into us here at Preach Gaming HQ of the tale of a man whose morals flexed a little bit as he was visiting a wonderful guildie with the most sultry of voices that he had ever heard. And despite having a girlfriend, a girlfriend who took care of his needs and provided him with a credit card to make sure that he would be financially stable on his trip to New York to see his father where in the back of his mind he planned to visit a girl that he may have intended to insert his sausage into her bun but it didn't go quite that way and the story we were regaled with was a tale of a man who was taken to a restaurant that was well beyond his financial needs and this girl that he did have intentions of sleeping with he ended up buying dinner for his father and her which totaled $1,350. Now, curiously enough, the lady of that story 
found the story and has sent us a response. Considering that she was portrayed, portrayed in that tale as perhaps manipulating, tricking, all these kind of things. <clears throat> How could she know it was her though? It was, uh, uh, we actually double checked this. <laughs> I was also like, are we sure? Are we sure it's not the original author using a different email account or something? However, as you'll remember from the tale, they were WoW players. They met from a guild. And her guild caught the story. And it's clearly a story that she has also told to other members of the WoW community. And, uh, found its way back to us it managed to find its way back to us <clears throat> and therefore we have that reply here today i have not read it yet but it is uh it is here <laughs> it is in the document before me so we have that coming up today in the show oh you guys are in trouble dinner in new york a response <clears throat> just read the first three lines and you guys are in big trouble hi mike <laughs> you can tell when it says hi mike you know it's bad this is like my mum talking to me hi mike <laughs> how are you in trouble you'll see a couple of weeks ago I was the subject of a drama story called Thinking with Head or Other Head. I was called uh, Chiriu and Denise in the story. And at the end of that story, someone in your chat called me a thundercunt. So... <laughs> It wasn't me. <laughs> this will not stand. Okay. I may be a thundercunt, but not for any of the reasons provided by that author in his bullshit story. I must set the record straight, and I hope his girlfriend gets to hear this. Now, I have to wonder, original author, when he wrote us this tale anonymously... Did you think this was going to happen? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. But you might say I'm relishing in this. It's not right that I should only tell one half of the story, right? If the other half is available, I have no dog in this game. I have no biases to the authors. I think it's only fair. <clears throat> First, I am not fucking Samoan. I have no idea why he got that. I am proudly half Indonesian and half Inuit. We actually discussed my Inuit grandparents at the dinner. It's because he was insinuating that you were big. Is what I assume that's what he was going with. <clears throat> Secondly, I am bald. <laughs> and I am a little overweight because of a thyroid problem. But I am not a fucking giant. <laughs> It's not my fault the author of that story is five foot nothing ginger weed. Oh no! <laughs> this is brutal! 
I also don't have a spiderweb tattoo on my scalp. I was wearing a spiderweb hat, for fuck's sake. I took it off. Clearly, he didn't notice. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is just getting better and better. Uh, <clears throat> Thirdly, and I want to be absolutely clear, he and I never... Never had a mutual flirty thing. The kid is a horny teenager when we met in game. I was polite at first. And he took that to mean, I want to fuck you. <laughs> okay, that's very believable, actually. <laughs> that is super believable. <laughs> he pestered me for fucking years. <laughs> One day, in a passive conversation, I made the mistake of mentioning in the guild where I work. The author... Okay, this is his real name. Okay, I can't say it. Alright, I think that's his real name for safety. I'm not saying it. The author had flowers and cards and shit delivered almost daily for weeks. Bro... Did you go hard? Did you go tier three straight away? Oh, dude, bro. Mm. It was ridiculously embarrassing. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Court, jury, hold on. In our good ladies version of this story, he sent all this stuff daily for weeks and it was super embarrassing. He still agreed to meet up with him in person. So while he may be telling an exaggerated version of his side of the tale, one suspects that you're also joining in on the act here because you're saying it was crazy embarrassing. He's sending all this stuff. Yet you're still at some point throughout this agreed to meet him. So we'll see. I have drawn the line multiple times and had guild officers issue several warnings to him. Hmm. But this was years ago. If I remember correctly, there was years apart from when they first met and when they met in the future. So it could be that she thought he'd matured over the years. I think there was a gap, wasn't there? They like separated and came back together at some point. Okay. Fourth. He invited me to dinner. All that stuff in his story about me begging him to go is bollocks. I have no fucking idea why I agreed to go. I guess I didn't hate the guy. And stupidly, I thought he had grown up because he had a long-term girlfriend now. Okay, that makes sense. That does make sense. That does make sense. What a big fucking mistake that was. Hear this loudly and clearly. I did not want to fuck the five foot tall ginger dwarf. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> if it is, if it is true 
that he was under the impression that he could, in his words, get sex with me. That's revolting. The little prick wouldn't know where to start with a woman like me anyway. Boom. As for him imagining that I was some flirty feminine lady slash vomit. Oh, God. Oh, shit. <sighs> he got rest and got smacked again. It gets worse. Fifth. It was he who chose that restaurant. I guess he wanted to make me feel like I owed him something. Mmm. Mmm. The Modern, which we looked at on the streams, very fancy restaurant, is in not my local restaurant in any way. The waiters don't know me. My family went there for a birthday once, but that's it. I actually live in Queens. Oh, shit. You fucked up with a real New Yorker, dude. You fucked right up, bro. You fucked right up. <laughs> also, if he felt so judged there, why did he insist on wearing a backwards snap pack, or snapback all night like he was in the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and at some point he clicked his fingers at the staff? Ooh. Oh god man. I don't know what to feel. I'm a raging roller coaster of emotions. This is this is painful. This is painful. And finally, sixth. I told him the minute I knew which restaurant he was taking us to that I couldn't pay for it. Are you kidding? I knew that place was like $250 a head plus tax plus tip just for the food. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and it was he who ordered the wine, not me. Anything the waiter suggested, he said yes. So there. Fuck you, Arthur, for mischaracterizing me. You're creepy. And I'm glad you're out of the guild. You were a crap tank as well. 15 years and you still can't taunt on number five. What the fuck? <laughs> Emotional damage. <laughs> like to add that his dad is amazing yeah we had a connection probably over our deep-seated disappointment in his son oh my god jesus christ holy shit oh my god wow oh my god jesus fucking christ he treated his dad like crap all night, suggesting he was tired, trying to get him to leave. He saw through it instantly and refused to budge. I think his dad also enjoyed watching this train wreck of his son try and flirt. Oh my god. 
He also knew exactly how much that dinner cost, and I'm sure he's letting him squirm to teach him a lesson. Chad dad. <clears throat> Chad dad. Jesus fuck. To the author's girlfriend. If you hear this, be really fucking careful with him. He never mentioned you once the whole night. If I asked about you, he changed the subject. Once he even said who with flirty eyes. Bro. Bro. What are you doing? What are you doing? The only thing in this story that is true was that he absolutely was ready to cheat on you. Getting sex with me was probably his only motivation for coming to New York City. If you have any questions for me, ask his dad for my new number. You're still talking to the dad? That's gangster. That's gangster as... That's gangster as fuck. That's giga gangster. You're still talking to the dad? Do not give it to the author. Holy shit. Thanks, Mike, and fuck you, Thundercunt guy. Can we get a round of applause? <laughs> Jesus Christ. That is the most brutal slaying I have seen since Echo killed the jailer. That was insane. That was monstrous. But that is a very believable tale. I have to say, previous author, this seems very believable. <laughs> this is very believable that you were definitely a thirsty... A thirsty, thirsty man trying to get with her. <laughs> we need the dad side of the story. Yes, I would love that. Can we get the dad to regale us? That would be amazing. We need dad. Emma, uh, no, God. Uh, we need... Who's best at this? Not Emma. No, Bex. Bex, can we get the dad? Can we get the dad? It would be just tremendous. Can we get the dad? Oh my god. Yeah, Bex, can we get the dad? <laughs> oh, wow. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Da and the I don't want to drag the girlfriend into this. That's that's bad. <laughs> Holla ballers and a bro fist to you all. As it is here once again, it is Big Friday. And we are more than ready. Because if you saw Twitter, you will know we have... The trilogy. We have the finale. We did get a response from the father in our ongoing saga of a date gone wrong in New York City. And we actually have. <laughs> we actually have the response from the father. Now, I do not, I haven't read it, but I do not expect the father to throw the son completely under the bus. I don't think that will happen, but we do have that response to go with it. Wait a perspective when can we call the place and find out what happened on that fateful night? All those all those months and whether it was years ago or whatever it might be, I don't know. But we have that. And we are going to be looking at it today. As well as been an immense week with the Savage Raid progress in Final Fantasy XIV, which has been utterly so cool to watch. So, so very cool to watch. I've been engaged and gripped. Uh, mostly following Echo's progress. They finally have reached the very last phase of the last boss. 
Oh, it's been fantastic. It's been awesome. We've had the official PreachCon pictures come through and have been shared. So I'd uh, check the stream for those. Uh, and all those kind of things because they're very cool. And also, it has been a great week as Amazon has reached out to us as they're doing their Gamers Week. Which means there's tons of stuff uh, available. The links are below the stream and we'll put them into the Drama Time video as well. And I could use your help afterwards because I need to choose an audio book from Audible. Uh, as they're running a 99p offer for three months. So I want to check that out after Drama Time. So if uh, my wonderful live audience, these wonderful people here, uh, could assist me in actually recommending something, picking something, that would be awesome for my walk that I take every day to and from this wonderful place. So we can uh, check it out. No, no help. <laughs> no help. <laughs> no help. 50 Shades of Grey. Uh, I don't know who reads 50 Shades of Grey. I'm kind of interested in who the readers of these uh, tales might be. What type of book? We'll get into it later. We'll get into it later. Because that's not why you're here right now. <clears throat> I think we should just go into Dad's response, shouldn't we? I think we should. I think we should. I think we teased it yesterday. and I think we should go into it. The trilogy. The trilogy. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. <clears throat> okay. Dinner in New York. Daddy's response. Hello, Mike. And hello, Lady Helper Drama Time Editor. <laughs> I loved Mike's telling of my response to thinking with head or other heads so much. You guys do excellent work. Well, thank you. But thank you for your fiery, vitriolic response. Uh, that you gave it was uh brutal and uh painful <laughs> for the author not for us we had a great time <laughs> we had a wonderful time with it mike and chat wanted to hear from the author's father so as you saw in the story i am still in contact with him and i asked him if he had note down his memories of that dinner i should have been more clear in my brief because he didn't mention me or his son at all on my urging, he... Oh, when he first responded, he didn't mention the, the date relationship. Okay. On my urging, though, he decided to add more information about the date itself to the story. He's a wonderful guy, but I can't ask him to do more than that. We wouldn't ask that anyway. We do not expect a father to throw his son under the bus. That would be uh, strange, to say the least. Maybe your audience would enjoy it anyway. They would. <laughs> They would. They would. <laughs> you know better than me. Also, let me be clear. The author's father and I are just friends. We never suspected otherwise. And we're only ever going to be friends. There's nobody here who suspected you were perhaps trying to play with the old man's sausage. I don't think that was the case. I certainly have no interest in being the author's new mother. <laughs> but that would be funny, though. Right? That would, be, that would be the ultimate plot twist. If that was to go that way, that would be the ultimate plus, plot twist. Holy shit, that would be grim. Thanks. And here is the direct response from the father. Dad's response on the modern restaurant. Hello. I don't know who you are. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. I'm Mike. Nice to see you. Uh, my son took me and his friend to the modern restaurant in new york city it's inside the museum of modern art in manhattan it was funny because we didn't know the place was so fancy and i walked in straight from the ball game wearing my ball cap 
The wait staff were super accommodating and made us feel right at home. I can't imagine if they're so close to the uh, the ballpark. I, I guess it's... I don't know. I'm not a Manhattaner. Is the, the museum near the ballpark? I don't know. But I assume if it is, then they probably regularly get somebody coming from the game uh, coming into the restaurant. We ordered a nine-course menu full of food I'd never tried before. I got pictures of most of it, but I missed some. Okay, I need to show you guys this. Sorry, audio listeners, I will try and describe what I'm looking at here. <clears throat> this was some tasty green goo on a cracker with a leaf. The rice crispies underneath were stale, and you're not supposed to eat them. Okay, so audio dudes, I see what looks like old Cocoa Pops, Cocoa Puffs maybe in the US, on what looks like a brown dry cracker with some sort of pea goo on them, and then a leaf. It looks very... For a nine course meal, it's probably fine. It's probably fine as something to clear your palate or something like that. Okay, what's next? This was a bowl of eggs. There was a duck egg yolk, caviar, a biscuit made of eggs, egg rings, custard. It was too eggy. <laughs> it was too eggy. This is too much eggs. <laughs> it was too eggy. Uh, okay, audio dudes is like a bowl of a very shallow. It's a deep bowl, but shallow at the bottom is custard mixed with like green sauce, a cracker sticking out of it, which looks like oh, they're egg rings, but they look a bit like onion, like red onion, and then just a raw egg yolk and a load of caviar next to it. It it looks like it would be thick and gooey, right? It looks like it would be thick and gooey. If you were to mix it all together. It'd be like a salty, eggy taste. With the caviar? I don't know. Oh, Jesus Christ. What is this? Peas and beans with stuff on top. Peas and beans with stuff on top. This was actually really good. I could have eaten a whole bowl of it. Uh, okay, so it's like 20 green peas... With beans and some sort of shavings, like tuna shavings. That's what it looks like to me. It doesn't look like breadcrumb. Uh, it looks maybe like it's crispy. I don't know. Parmesan cheese. It's a bit pink for that. I don't know. Oh, Jesus Christ. Has anyone got a burger? Crawfish tail with olives and green ranch. The tail was good and chewy, but I don't know why they put olives on there. Nobody ate them. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like one prawn. <laughs> it looks like one prawn covered in olives that have been cut in half with some sort of... Well, they're saying it's ranch, green ranch that's gone with it. Uh, yeah, not for me. Oh, this, oh my god, this is so much food. I don't really remember what this was, but I think there was a cold dumpling under there. It was probably pretty good. It looks like scallops. It looks fishy. 
Uh, so it's like that green sauce again with a cold dumpling and what looked like scallops and some fish. Yeah, it looks fishy to me. It definitely looks like mushrooms. Uh, it doesn't look like mushrooms. I'm sorry, audio dudes. We're trying to explain what this is, but it's honestly, it's very colorful. It's a, a good mix of green, brown, and pink. Chestnuts? Could be chestnuts. Yeah, it could be. That definitely looks fishy. It's got that rubbery. It could be squid or something like that. Artichoke heart. Oh, God. Oh, dessert. Oh, deconstructed cheesecake. Chocolate cheesecake with a disc of something that wasn't ice cream. <laughs> I would describe it as not ice cream. <laughs> I'll take the chicken and waffles, please. Yeah. God damn, this was unbelievable. I ate mine and ate everybody else's. Good on you, dad. Not wasting a fucking thing. I assume that's dessert. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I assume that was dessert then. So it's just a chocolate cheesecake with looks like cream friche. Could be mascarpone. I'm going to go with cream friche. Cream friche on top. No more pictures. Okay, there's a picture of one of the people, so I don't want to show that, because I assume that's his son, I guess. <clears throat> oh, right. Oh, no, it's a famous person. While we were sat in this restaurant there, this guy came in, and everyone in the restaurant made a big deal. He had security with him and everything. We don't know who he is. He sat right near us, and I got a sneaky picture. Any knowers? I don't know. No idea. It's not Alex. It's not Fat Boss Alex. I don't know. Maybe somebody who's important in the Manhattan social circles. You know what I mean? Other Alex. <laughs> it's Josh Dryface walked in with security. <laughs> the president of Canada is John Slavery. All I can describe it as audio people is a person who looks like Fat Boss Alex with chubby cheeks, uh, but not a chubby person. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I would give, honestly, that restaurant 10 out of 10. The dining room was so clean and great, and they looked after us like family from the minute we arrived. The whole experience cannot be beat. Be warned, though. You're paying top prices there, my friends. Dinner with wine and some of the drinks cost $400 per person to eat in there. I know on the circumstances of the dinner, as you guys are apparently interested. Okay. <laughs> so this is what dad understood to be happening during this date. My son and I were weekend visitors in New York. I came up to see the Yankees and he wanted to see his friend for the first time. He never shut up about her all through the game. I now know why. Dad, did you watch the drama time? That's not my fault. That's not my fault, right? I didn't... <laughs> That's not my fault. <laughs> well, I mean, at least now you know. Funnily enough, though, she and I have become really good friends. She is not the kind of person I ever had in my life before. She is exciting to be around, and she makes me feel young. Aww. I'm going to go back to New York to visit her next month. My son is not invited. Oh, no. 
<laughs> there is bad blood between them, which is a real shame. Yeah, that's terrible. He gets hopping mad. Oh, that's cute. He gets hopping mad when I mention her to him. And her opinion of him is also low <laughs> after the way he behaved on our visit. <laughs> I hope one day she will come to understand he's just a fool for women. What a dad. What a dad. <gasps> oh no! Anyway, in summary, my son can shut his mouth. He still owes me more than $2,000 for that trip. Including the modern restaurant check that I had to loan him the money for. He got his dad to pay off the girlfriend's credit card. Bro. Yeah, but he paid it on the credit card. Thrown right under the bus. He couldn't explain it to his girlfriend. He couldn't explain it to his girlfriend. So he had to ask Pappy. $2,000. Mm. Even though I don't play your game World of Warcraft. Your game. <laughs> I don't make the game. <laughs> I want to thank World of Warcraft. For introducing me and her in a roundabout way. Your game really brings people together. The end? That's what he told us? I think what we got from that is... Dude, did you really get your dad to pay off your girlfriend's credit card? Oh, brother. Oh, brother. Oh, man. That's brutal. That is... Something else. Ah. <sighs> Innocent, wholesome dad. Yeah, innocent, wholesome dad. He's still your son. There's no change in that, man. We need the girlfriend story? No, because that's going to ruin lives. That's going to ruin lives. I think we have to put this train into the station on this one date. <laughs> this one date that took place. Oh, Jesus. It's not... That picture is not Paul Rudd. Something like Paul Rudd. I know Paul Rudd straight away. What girlfriend? <laughs> what girlfriend? Oh, man. Hmm, well, it's been a journey, that's for damn sure. It has been an absolute journey, and uh, thank you for reaching out to the dad for us. <clears throat> thank you very much for reaching out to the dad. That's uh, intriguing. What a Chad dad, yeah. And congratulations on having a new friendship. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. A new friendship to uh, blossom in a consensual wholesome way as pointed out 